Hello and welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode in the series Vision Scope. Today I have a program which is going to spark a lot of discussion and a lot of interest and that program really is an interview with a blind farmer out of the island of St. Lucia. His name is Antonius Tixie, and Mr. Tixie has been farming now for some 15 years, following on the onset of his blindness. In this program, you're, you're going to hear the voices of Fonso Black, out of England, King Rocco out of St. Lucia as well as myself. I trust that you will learn a lot from this program and that you will be inspired. Thanks thanks for, for joining in for the first time and um, I admire it. So it's a great first time mm-hmm. because um, pebble is my shoe. Um, actually, I'm blind, so I'm happy to be on the show for the first time. Yes. So, so maybe you could you could start by just telling our listeners your name. Um, you did tell me, but you, for the benefit of the listeners who might just be joining, you can say your name again and where you're from. Well, actually, my name is Antonia Stixi from mm-hmm. South St. Lucia, Mikut South. Yes. So the because that's what I'm doing right now for my living, that's farming. They, they nickname you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell me, how, 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 when did you become blind? Well, actually, I've been gone blind in July 2006, 15 years now. I've okay. been suffering from a, a nerve distract called optic neuritis. The optic nerves underneath the brain, it twists and the blood not circulates into the eyes. Okay. Came totally blind? Yes, 15 years ago now. 15, year, 15 years ago. And since then, you have been engaged in farming. I raised up in a farming community. And I knew farming, and I know what it's been to feed the family. So um, I actually have to go back to farming to, to readjust my life into farming. Go, go along. What crops do you grow? Well, actually, um, I grow dashing, yam planting, banana. Ah. Yes. <laughs> do you do you do you hire workers to work with you, or you work all on your own? I work all on my own, but sometimes when so um, a lot of work come along, it's hectic. I give a, a, a workers one or their two days work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me in your own words, how has it been? You've been a farmer, um, farming, 
and having to do your marketing and all of that. So how has it been? Well, it's, in the beginning, this was horrible, hectic. I couldn't believe now. Mm. Living in Venice is that, that easy, you know. What? When I lost my sight, actually, I wasn't doing farm that, that time. I was working at a security company. Mm. But I had to go back to the countryside, and that's where I had my properties, and we had just my life to farm. How big is the plot on which you farm? Well, it's about two acres of land I occupy right now because I try and occupy what I can maintain. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so you're able to feed your family and all of that. Do you have Do you have children? You have a family? Yes, for sure. My wife and my children. I've been feeding them on that. Okay. How many children? <laughs> How many children? Well, a family of five, but the last three children, I never had a chance to see their face. Well, but you probably know them as well. Yes. And, uh, you know, better than if you were feeling their faces. You, 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 you're not be, been able to see them, but that hasn't taken away anything from your attachment to them. No, not at all. Yeah. All right. Tell me, tell me now. What, what? What are some of the biggest problems you face as a farmer? Well, I think society has been left us behind, you know. Bit, you know, because strength struggling, you have to struggle with a disability. You can't see. And actually, I sold by the market right now on Saturdays and trying to hustle my crop, you know. No institutions have really been taking care of us, you know. Mm. Like you are independent on your own, you have to go and hustle to, sell, to make your bread on your own. Okay, so you you so you you have been marketing your crop, and you have been farming. What? How do you manage on the farm? Um, <laughs> tell us. How, you know, as a blind person, you have banana over there, so and dashin over there, so. And coco here, so how do you how do you find the places where they are and identify? Jai is a good God, man. Jai, God is a good God all the time because I don't take all the praise for myself. I I give God all the, all the glory and all what He deserves. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but and I know with Him by my side. You know, I know my I know my farm so well. Mm. I can just walk through the street to the trees. I got around, you know. Okay. And you you don't damage any crop or step on any other plants or things so like it's that. A, it's, a, it's a little minor damage, but it will not a big damage to 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 disturb my family. What sort of what sort of farming implements do you use on on your farm? Is well, it all manual? Well, you know, sometimes forks you know, and hose and that kind of thing. Well, it's the manual. Really farming that for me, you know. Mm. I I do try my best, you know, to to manage on my own because I don't really want to depend on people, you know. Yes. Yeah, society yeah. almost like kicking us out, you mm. know, and you have to go out and struggle on your own to survive. As mm. a breadwinner in the house, you know, you have to to, to go independently. Mm. Sometimes it's challenging because sometimes you know. All right now, I try to base my own, try to go some organic foods 
I know the requirement will not be the same standard like you using your different chemicals on the soil. Mm. You know? And when you go on and, and, and to harvest a, a stellar produce, sometimes the requirement is a little bit lower than they're requesting. So they think they think that you should sell it at a lower price than the, the price you're asking for. Do you so, think they do that because you are blind or because they are they are greedy? Not it's not because you have to sell at a lower price. Sometimes the, what you grow is I, I use all natural sometimes, you know. Mm. I use more organic crops, you know. Um, you know, being not using no chemicals on my soil. Mm -hmm. The size of the crops will be a little lower than the what we're doing. So you so you 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 really have to struggle to make back your investment because it's a, it's it's labor intensive. Of course, yes, yes indeed. How how do you think your family um, regard you as a blind person? You you are the farmer, you are the breadwinner. What is it like raising a family? Tell us a little bit about that. Because there, there are people listening, you know, who fold their hands and do absolutely nothing. And well, here you are, a farmer, totally blind, and well, you're back in the soil. Mm. Well, obviously now, well, my, my family don't really look me with a disability. You know, my wife, my children, they, they seem like any ordinary man, you know. Because I wake up in the morning, go on my farm, come back home on my own, on my own, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, walk to my garden, come back home and do what I have to do and bring back food in the house, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they don't seem like a blind guy um, at all. Because they seem like an, an ordinary man. Your children are all grown now or? Uh, most, most of them going to school as um, the last. Well, actually, when is going to... One of the top schools on Ireland is in Kusha, St. Joseph Convent. Mm. One is in the five approaching Greece, and the last one is four years old. So you must you must be very proud of them, eh? They all make you proud. All the time, all the time, my brother. Yes. All the time. Yes, yes. What what, what is it for, as a blind man, what is the hardest thing in trying to raise a family, would you say? Well, now I can tell you. Cha is good, man. God is good. I didn't even there in the darkness at all. I have a lot of time to spend with my kids, mm -hmm. helping them in the schoolwork, you know. Spend a lot of time around them, and I'm, I'm being successful very well right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a lot of time to treat them, you know, because starting now a lot of children, the youth man goes astray. And I have a lot of time to spend with my children to talk to them and let them know how they have nothing to offer, yeah. you know. Yeah, there is never the proper way they should be. So they respect you because uh, one, you're bringing in an income, and two, you're working with them all the time. You have been working with them from childhood days. Hmm? And so yeah. they, they, they have a high regard for you. Tell me now, Antonios, when you say you go to the market, you go alone or somebody else uh, goes with most you? Most like sometimes I go with somebody and sometimes oh, I say as well. Okay. Because I wanted to ask you about identifying money. How do you identify your money? Well, absolutely right now, they make it much easier for us with the new political notes. 
it have um, it's identified the, the 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 value of the money. So we have no problem. Hello. I Eastern yeah. dollar. Yes. Okay. It, they they have markings on them. Yes, for sure. Okay, so you, but you have you are you up on technology or you're not much no, into? No, you pass you you feel you feel it now. It's like zero is five, the x is ten. Okay. Square is fifty. The the tri uh, square is uh, hundred. The triangle is fifty. Like <clears throat> we have the sign on it, so we can identify it now. Okay, okay. But I was asked up on technology or you you talk about technology because yeah. there there is a new money reader out. It's not new, but it recognizes some currencies. I don't know if the Eastern Caribbean currency is on it as yet, but well, it recognizes um, currency. You know I'm about not, it? I'm not aware of the technology to identify the money, but mm. yeah. Because I know they, they, they currently will identify Trinidadian money and Jamaican money. Wow. So now you say that you go to the market and you sell your produce and you get help and you can identify what's going on. When you when you when you farm when you do your farming and you reap your crops, how do you dispose of the crop? You have to sell it in the market or you also sell to people in the community, how do you? Do I that? I sold the market. Sometimes sell to the hotel industry. Mm. Oh, you hotel. Yeah, and other people patronizing it as yet as well. Okay, okay. Well, with with the hotel industry, they they have a system where. Well, I know in Jamaica they have a system where you have to be able to meet quotas, like they expect a certain amount weekly or monthly. You get that kind of situation, or no, not at all. I more believe when they when they shot, um, when they couldn't reach, they called me and they tell me if I have dash or, or, or planting, and and I and I attend to them. Okay, so it's not you don't have a standing order. No, not at all. In 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 your farming, what are some of the major difficulties that you face? as a blind farmer. Mm -hmm. Tell me two, two or three of the major difficulties that you face. Well, um, well, well, it's really, really challenging. Sometimes even, even the, the jumbies and the fields pass and cause the landslide in it as well. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, the fields will pass. Sometimes you know, you don't get the real assistance you get from Ministry of Agriculture and Sinclusure to help you to produce what you're really after. Okay. Is that a national problem or is it a problem that you face? Well, it's, it's just a problem because, well, you're going to work how you want because when you have a disability, especially blindness, you know, you cannot move around how you want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if the crops need certain assistance, sometimes is when they die, you, you're aware of the need that you cannot see to recognize the, the assistance they need, you know? So what, what have you, have you been able to do anything to address that problem? 
But in a small Caribbean country, especially in St. Lucia, they're hectic, you know, my friend. They're very hectic, but it's challenging, it's hectic all the time. And you keep complaining, and sometimes the assistance not coming around at all. Do you work very closely with the St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association? Well, very, very close to them. Very close to them. Have they been able to help you to solve any of those issues that you face as a blind farmer? Well, before, before they used to assist me with my chemicals and such. Mm. But it's a while, they still have been falling down the drain as well. So they don't do the movement how they used to do before. Okay. Why, why do you think this is the case, or you don't know? Well, I believe government have into, to have to intervene with those institutions to help the less, the less fortunate and those who are struggling. So you, do, you, do you consider yourself less fortunate? I, I do not want to say that stuff, but because of the disability, mm. I don't really consider I'm less fortunate because I'm, I'm wealthy at home. Because everything, you know. Yes. But I think they should have worked with the people that's especially blind and visually impaired. They yes. should have to have more uh, in visual government should have to have more role in the life. You know? In other words, what you are saying is that um you have certain challenges and you don't think that the authorities are helping you to solve to solve those those challenges. Most definitely, yes. yes. Definitely, yes. 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 What would you like to see your government do to make your life better? Well, I, I will have a difficult one. I will happy they have extended officers to wake up on the buttocks and go out and feel, see, come on the come on the field to see what the farmers facing them, mm. especially in the agriculture departments. Come on the field to so see them for themselves. It's not to sit down in the office and write proposal and this and that. Come on the field. Uh, to let have a feeling what's going on. But in all honesty, even if you had extension officers, do you think that these officers would understand your problem and be able to give you the kind of help that you need? Well, I believe they're getting paid not to sit down in the office, the extension officers. They have to get paid by... I agree hours. with that. Yeah, that I agree with. But when they get out there, they, do you think that... How how would they help you really? Tell us, explain to us. Well, I believe if they do if they're doing a vital job, they could have bring the reports in and at least it will have got to reach us back. What see our needs and our cries, you know what we, for examples like if you plant it and it's a fungus going to destroy the crop, they could have request the right the right chemicals at the right time so you will not have chance to kill the crops completely. Mm. But we're not uh, seeing them. They just sit on the buttocks and get the monthly salary every month. We're not seeing them. They, they, they know the fungus. They know the fungi that are around. And um, they should be able to come in and advise you and probably even help you to spray the crops. Is that what you... What that's, you yeah, that's, that's definitely what I was expecting from them. Mm. But you have a problem. You have a problem in that you are growing... Um, Crops that are altogether organic. Hmm? No, well, you're not using you're not using chemicals on them. Well, well, 
sometimes I have to go organic sometimes because I don't use chemicals myself. And when I use chemicals, I have to have a food idea to to manage chemical with me. Mm-hmm. So, so that's so, why I go. Organic. Some of them are deadly, you know. Some of them are very deadly. Yes, that's why I don't use it my own. Mm-hmm. I don't use no pesticides my own, you know. But I, for instance, right, I'm planting dashing and it's a, they have a chemical black sticker toker. When does attack the crops, it's going to kill it completely. Mm-hmm. But if the extended officers pop around, they know exactly what chemical to come and spray it with, you know? To yes, recommend. I, I understand. Yes, yes. yes. And yes. that's the that, system that you're not getting from them. You know? Yes. How do you see your farm progressing in the next five years or so? <laughs> well, God is good, and in Him there is no darkness at all, my friend. You know, because hurricane come and go and farmers always get in the blues. Yes. The, when it's dry, dry season, you still get the blues. The crop will die, will not get the system because we have no water harvesting, no irrigation, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like when it's rain, the wind comes, it will throw the planting now. So it's just like a, a challenge in all the time. Mm-hmm. So... So you 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 get some hard times when because like for example with Elsa the other day you must have been hit pretty hard. Yeah, and I just I was talking to somebody earlier on. I just complete finished complete replanting my planting. You know, just before in, Elsa came. Just after Elsa, you know. Elsa, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. After Elsa, I, I just complete my first phase. Like you have to replant everything that fall down. Yes, yes. So it's like, it's almost like, well, not almost, it's like starting over again. All over again, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but going back to the original question, what are the future? What do you see your future in farming looking like? Well, well, as long as I believe you are agriculture, you plant food, your children will not be stagnant, starvation. Mm-hmm. You can maintain to fill your family on that. Do you think your children are likely to come in and help you to build a business or they have no interest in farming? Let me tell you something, my bro. They are very active on the farm, you know. They are. Especially, yeah, especially at school clothes, they have to harvest the cocoa, the cocoa. Mm. Pick it up, you know, help me to put it to dry, and they do everything they can. They try mm. the best, you know. Oh, so they, they they help you quite a lot. Very, very, very much helping for my children. Yes, yes. And 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 uh, they because they are used to you doing it and they they like it, so they get involved in it. Because you know, some some children nowadays have no interest in farming at all. Yeah. You know that. Some, but I raised them in the farming community and they're very active about it because actually I plant the citrus for them, the oranges, the, the fruits, the, you know, they never, they've never missing anything in season. They always have something around. Mm. Actually, they have their own trees as well. They have their own? Trees. They plant their own trees. Oh, they plant well. their own trees. So, so yeah. they, they, they put a mark on them. This one is, yeah. this one is mine. Let me tell you, they have their own truly mangoes, they'll plant their own coconut trees as well. Yeah. 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 That's nice. 
How do you get your stuff to market? Well, it's it's a hassle, but you know, all the time you have to pay bus to reach it on the market, you know. So you use the market transportation that, yeah. that serves the community. It's a, yeah, it's a public bus, and you have to pay the seat. Mm. You have to pay the entire seat to reach by the market now. Okay, okay. So, fun. So maybe at this stage you want to come in and ask your questions. Well, um, first, I, I want to say a pleasant good evening to uh, yourself, to uh, William, all the way from Jamaica. And, of course, our uh, guest on, on the show, uh, Mr. Tixie, all the way from St. Lucia. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on UBC, Mr. Uh, Tixie. Um, so one of the things that I found quite interesting uh, early on, uh, uh, he mentioned that he was having some challenges on his farm as, as it relates to uh, he's unable to, to see when um, those diseases is, is, is destroying his, 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 his crops. And obviously I know for sure that, and um, so I know for sure that St. Lucia has a, a ministry of agriculture and of course they, they would have had extension officers. Uh, so it's a bit, you know, I mean, unfortunate that uh, Mr. Tixi is not able to get that sort of um, assistance from uh, the Ministry of Agriculture. But one of the questions I would like to ask Mr. Tixi, or even a suggestion, is that uh, we also um, have a, a Solution Blind Welfare Association. And so I think in a situation like that, I would think blind welfare could or should be able to represent uh, Mr. Tixi on a government level in terms of um, providing those negotiations, negotiating with the government in trying to get, you know what I mean, that sort of support in place. You know what I mean? Because uh, here it is, he's a blind farmer and that's a big achievement because we all need food to survive. So he's uh, providing an essential, you know what I mean, uh, part of the society in growing food because we all survive on food, yeah? So um, how, how do you, have you ever um, thought of asking blind welfare to um, negotiate on your behalf, Mr. Uh, Tixon? Yes, yes, but blind welfare will be happy to intervene. But my concern of the extending officer, by the time you recognize that this is, is there, the crop done died already. Sometimes when you call... If you have to call blind welfare to call the excellent officer, it's probably by two leads. I would be happy if they intervene on a regular basis, like to the regular visit, like if every other week or every month, once a month, they, 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 they come and visit your site. But by the time you recognize that this is something the crop done died already. So how about if they have that sort of dialogue going on between blind welfare and the ministry of course, I mean, that's what you do as full-time job. So if there's some sort of dialogue between the two, then I'm almost sure that, you know, I mean, there will be some consistency. Well, hopefully there should be some consistency in terms of, you know, I mean, those uh, officers, you know, I mean, frequenting your, 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 your farm. My you know brother, what I mean? My brother, man, that's, that's institution, that's, those extended officers are stagnant. If you have them today, you might not see them next month. So it's, and sometimes a crop takes less than a week or two 
to that completely. So if you have to call them today, you might see them next month like a stagnant organization. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, fun. So I think there are some find out. For example, blind farmers are there in Saint, and I'm going somewhere with that question. Right. How many, how many blind farmers are in St. Lucia? You, do you have any idea? Well, on, on, on her sense, that's probably so clearly how many. But I know among many of them, I'm one of the huge ones around, you know? Yeah. I where, I ask, where I ask the question is that governments don't like to work on an individual level. But if you have a group of people, it's easier to advocate and to try to changes that will benefit that group of people. So um, you guys need to come together, you know, in a, in a blind farmers, I don't know what you want to call it, association, grouping. Uh, if I had to go together with them, so I, might, I might even have declined my, my farm already. So because I'm so tired, you know. Oh, so you, like, you don't think that would work? By my point of view, if I call Blaine Welfare for assistance right now, they will call the ministry and they'll send somebody. Okay. As, okay. I told, as I told you, those diseases come so fast. I know. They have to By the time fast. you call them and they make yeah. an appointment, they call it a, yeah. a week or two already. Yeah. Probably the disease done destroy the problem. I will be happy if the Ministry of Agriculture put yeah. blind farmers under the same skills with other individuals yes. on a regular yeah. basis. So they will recognize the, the disease before it's occurred and cause yes. calamity. But yeah. help me, help me to understand. Is there a is there a farming association in St. Lucia for for all farmers? Yes, it is. They have some. So you guys should join that. Let's look at the situation now. You have you have farmers in St. Lucia. Um, if they bond together. Uh, and and blind persons become part of that association, then whatever help is available should be meted out to everybody. Is that a logical approach? Um, it's a logical approach, but what I'm telling you clearly, mm. that it's, 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 it's there presently. Mm-hmm. Because I, I work underneath the Farmers Association, mm-hmm. right? But what I'm saying, the extended officer is not doing a good job. They will attain the large scales farmers like the large producers more than you, the small scales. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like when when you have a, a problem, like you have to go through them, but they're not coming on a regular basis to know you. Every other Monday you will see them or every other Tuesday you will see them, you know? Yes. Like you have to call them and keep calling, keep calling and the assistance that's is very not That's not good enough. Yes, that's, they have an organization for that, but it's not working effectively. Fonso, any additional questions you want? Well, yes, out of curiosity, I mean, and, and for our listeners as well, um, as a blind farmer, how, how do you go uh, about identifying when your group is, is ready to have us? I mean, that would be interesting to hear. Well, <laughs> well I don't know if you come, uh, come, ever come across my video, The Blind Farmer. I don't video. Um, a new yeah. script. Well, I might send it to um, King Rocco and he might distribute it in a group. Yeah. Right. I, know ex- I know exactly when I plant my crops, how long it will take to harvest my yam, my dashing as well. Yes, you know, I touch some of my, sometimes my children help me, my wife help me when the plantain is ready mm. to, to harvest. 
you know, my, my ginger as well. You know, I will clean the ginger and I will not rip one ginger tree. I won't take out the, the with the grass around it and leave the ginger because I feel the touch, you know, everything is different. Mm. Right. The texture. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That's quite interesting, you know what I mean? Because, um, you know, I mean, persons would think that, you know what I mean, you need when you're, you're ready to. Heritage listeners, you hear it from the man himself, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Telling yeah. us. Do it exactly, and I think that should be an incentive, people. You know, listening to the program to say, Well, look, this is something I can do. Here is this man, um, with all of the difficulties, with all of the problems, he hasn't given up, he's doing his farming, and he's looking after his family through the farm. Well, uh, last but not least, I would just like to take this opportunity to urge uh, the minister, the Ministry of, of Agriculture, in providing Tixi the necessary support that he needs to um, continue the good work that he's he started. Do you know what I mean? And um, and uh, by by extension, the the officers there as well, because I think if he gets the the the, the support it will go a long way. Oh, and it, we, it definitely will make him more productive on yeah. his farm. Yeah. So again, I urge the St. Lucia government and uh, uh, the Ministry of Agriculture to look into that. Support, Thank you so much. Support, support and market. Exactly. Support and, because if you, if you know that you have X amount, X pounds of that tree, and you know how to dispose of it, it's easier than having to take it and go yourself to the market and sit down. Absolutely. To come um, under one body and try to put out what good. In St. Lucia right now, Larry, you should know about that thing, Rocco. Things waste all the time. You know, as long as they have lots of dashing, they have no value in the market. And there's mm. no way anything will help us keep it across the globe where Definitely, we'll be having a different cost. And we can work together with other farmers to shift the cost. You know, if everyone bet for the season, Bedford will go to waste. When that's in the season, they have no value, no price for it. So, all of these farmers are getting serious blows all the time now. So it's like, like, like we don't really value the farmers, what they are doing. Not at all. In St. Lucia, I say Ministry of Agriculture is dormant, man, when it comes to farmers now. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, born and raised in the farming community, you know. I born and raised in the community, you know, but when I lost my sight um, 15 years ago, 2006, you know. So the, the community, the community, you are part of the community. You have grown yeah. up in the community. Yes, you know. And they at know that time, at mm-hmm. that time, you know, Bananas was like green gold in St. Lucia. Yeah. That's what I sent us to school. My my parents, my mom, that's what we, I raised up in, you know? Mm-hmm. But apparently, mm-hmm. I used to work for a security company when I got blind. Okay. Yeah, so I had to rush back to the countryside after I from hospital, you know, and readjust my life and see what am I going to do when they told me I, I cannot be stored. How long did it take you to come to that decision that, look, I am blind, I'm going to go back and do farming? Uh, How long did it take you to come to that conclusion? The, the first 
the first six months, it was like to me style, you know. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, you know. Yeah. yeah, but being my my parents, my mom was there at that time, and some good friends give me the support, you know. And I say, it's not, I'm not the first, will be the last. And I start doing, going back to agriculture, and I say that the only stuff I have, the stuff of income I will have in agriculture begins like, Society had been filled here to grow the stipend monthly. I still have to try my best. And doing it started on a small basis. Like, on a, I started on a small scale beyond my, my, my point, you know, where I can mm-hmm. sometimes give somebody even a day's work or two. Yeah. How has your wife taken all of this in terms of? Helping you, and she must have been at top strength. I mean, was, I, I, I would love to talk to her, but how has she um, been responsive? Well, in the beginning, you know, she been always so close to me. You know, never give me a chance on my own. She always wants to be around uh, me. Want to help you to do? Yeah, she always wants yeah, to be yeah. around me. You know, she don't yeah, want to, to keep me distance. You know. Never mm-hmm. want me to fall astray. So she always trying to close to me at all times, you know, mm-hmm. to give me courage, you know, and always telling me, you can do this, you can do that, you can yeah. do this. You She's know? a motivator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Antonius, I, on behalf of UBC Radio, I want to thank you ever so much for coming in and sharing your experiences with us over these many years. Because we have listeners all over the world, in in the Caribbean, in Africa, in India, anywhere, you name it. And they can benefit from stories like yours. And so we want to thank you for coming in and sharing and wish you all the best for the future. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is N-O-R-W-I-L-L number 2 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.